0: past i realized that i would allow the impact the success the happiness the joy or the frustration or the fear or the failure of other people to define my identity and that was a very hard thing to identify and also work that back to a balance to the middle ground to say okay it's amazing, and this is who I am as a person that gets to do these things, and that's the value and the impact that I'm helping create. The shadow side of that, as you put it, is when those things become the reflection of myself in the mirror. Hey, friends, welcome back to another episode of the Stay Fork Leadership Podcast and our summer series Words to Live and Lead By. I don't know about you guys listening, but I always learn something from these. I know, Alan, we record them, we talk about them, we prep for them, but it's always one of those things that it speaks to me, and I'm sure to you, while we're, you know, going back and listening. And it's just something I really enjoy. Um, But there's a lot there. It's summertime. It's early July, if you're listening to this. And I kind of enjoy the different rhythms of summer. Um, I get a bit more time to woodwork. I get a bit more time with some friends. I love the longer days. Um, it's nice to finish up a work day, go to the gym, be able to get outside and enjoy, you know, the sunset, you know, the little things, the ordinary things is something that I really try to press into and summer gives me that
1: space. How about you, Alan? Yeah. Summer. I mean, it just feels like so much freedom, uh, for me in the summer. It's like freedom for my kids to go to bed later. We have a pool membership. And so just taking my kids to the pool. Uh, I was out there yesterday. It was a hot day. Some travel. It's been great to see some friends. Uh, and Yeah, I, listen, I actually listen to every episode, which may sound weird to you listeners. But first of all, we want to make sure that it's quality. And secondly, I want to help curate and create episodes that actually change our lives. And so I know that sounds strange, But I listened to these, I was actually listening to this at the gym, kind of gutting it out through a hard workout. Uh, And so I love this series. And frankly, I need this series. And so as as we bring thoughts and questions to you guys, these are not things that we are going to fix. So these are not problems to fix. These are tensions to manage. And so I could go back every single month through all of these questions that we bring you and have slightly different answers. And one of them is going to pop up that I need to address. So we just want to be very, very clear that we are fellow strugglers. We're in the trenches of life and leadership, the joys, the challenges, all of it. And this is actually really formational stuff. So please don't skip through the questions. Please don't, you know, kind of fast forward on to the next one or, oh, they're in the midst of this series. Can't wait till they have a guest again. By the way, we do have some special episodes we're going to drop in this summer, but uh, just hearing some great feedback about this. Our hope is not to inform you here, but to form and to transform you. And obviously we can't do that. You have to take some next steps. And the idea is these questions just kind of mess with you as you're working out, as you're walking, as you're uh, mountain biking, whatever you enjoy doing this summer. Um, And so we are talking about another good, hard, necessary, crucial topic today. Jonathan, what are we talking about?
0: Well, Before we jump in i just want to say i'm proud of you I, I like i can't listen to podcasts in the gym i tried it one time and it was the most embarrassing experience i've ever had in the gym like i was i was using more. the row machine and uh i was listening to one of my favorite podcasts if you're a fan of Bert Kreischer, the two bears one podcast one cave podcast is hilarious um they have really good deep conversations too but I, I was trying to listen to a podcast and I started laughing. And the all the weights on the row machine went flying out of my hand. And a <laughs> bunch of plates on either side went slamming forward, flying off the machine. And I couldn't hear what was going on because I had the earbuds in. But I suddenly saw at least a half a dozen people turn around and just like look. Someone else had dropped weights because the sound was so bad. Um, I instantly decided that was the end of my workout. re the weights and quickly and calmly
1: exited the gym you're you are that guy i don't think i I love lifting enough to like listen to funny podcasts in there to me it's just like all right get in there gut it out and man i've been having some painful workouts recently that's a different story for a different episode yeah physically i am getting healthy Mm -hmm. and man it uh it's hard going to the gym these days um, yep. So no, that has never happened to me. I haven't <laughs> seen that guy before. I've come to the rescue and helped lift bars off people before. I hope that's never me. But if it yes. is, uh, I will honestly report here on this podcast. Um, yeah, neither so, here nor there, Jonathan in the weight room. What, what are we talking about today?
0: So you've heard identity before. Um, but before we jump in and discuss what it is and how it applies to us and why it's a word that we need to live and lead by, we talk about what it is. And so our identity is really, it's the foundation that shapes who we are and our core values and everything that we do. It's all of the inward pieces and parts that nobody else sees that we feel like the roots of a tree that produce anchor and good fruit. And so that the fruit we bear in other people's lives is healthy and plentiful.
1: Yeah. I mean, hopefully good fruit, um, sometimes bad fruit, you know, Mm -hmm. and all these analogies in scripture and, um, Unfortunately, kind of these promises that, you know, that the mouth speaks from the heart and that the things that are inside will be revealed and uh, Proverbs speaking about wisdom and how we need to spend so much time developing our inward lives. And I like that, you know, that word or phrase you use inward parts and those, those things that people don't see and think about it today, how many ways we can give a picture or a shadow of who we are without actually giving who we are. And later on, I'll talk about some of the mistakes um, we make and two big ones around this as leaders, but we can literally project an image of what people want us to see on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, even just in terms of our persona, where, whether we're texting people, um, and that's like kind of digitally who people know us as, or even on zoom or relationally in our communities, it's so easy to just posture, And people know of us some facts. Uh, They know of us some relationships or some things that we've done, but they don't actually know us. So I just, I wanna make sure we don't skip over that. That's such a good part of that definition of just inward parts, the inward parts of us. And yeah, we do refer to those as roots. Um, Again, healthy or unhealthy, um, we need to examine the roots and we're gonna continue to do that during this episode. Yeah, it's so important.
0: And it's one of the hardest things Personally, if I'm being honest, for me to really remain in a space of clarity, like consistent clarity with who I am and what I'm doing, and you know, if we if we want to have deep roots that are strong and we're stable, so that we can impact others, we have to figure out, you know, where are some of the challenging areas, where are the blind spots. So, what? what's the first step in that, Alan? What's the first step in sort of identifying where we may have some opportunity?
1: Often we go to other people. And uh, ironically, I think other people can help give a more accurate reflection than we see. I mean, we are prone, especially toward leaders at at self-deception, but that's just a human thing. And we often think that we are better in certain ways uh, than we actually are. And we actually... Again, we project pieces of who we are without an accurate description. And a quick story before I lead into our first question: um, I actually received a sabbatical many years ago, and it's my first sabbatical, and uh, and I was excited and I was terrified at how to steward that time. And I did the best I could with the resources I had, and um, it's actually one of the reasons that I now do sabbatical coaching because it was such a, a disorienting time for me, and I want to help other people demystify that process and guide them through sabbatical. But I did the best I could at planning. But one thing I did not anticipate was that I was going to wake up a couple days after I wasn't working for a while. And I lose the title for a season of pastor, I lose the title for a season of content creator, of writer, uh, of leader, and suddenly I am dad, I'm husband, and I'm just a dude. And that, man, I can't actually define myself by what I do in the course of a day, professionally, at least. And it was incredibly disorienting. And I'll tell you, it was a gift to me, I needed that. That's one of the reasons that I believe in sabbatical. But one of the biggest mistakes that we make is we equate what we do with who we are. And so let me flip that instead of telling you the negative, let me tell you the positive who you are matters more than what you do. Who you are matters more than what you do. I mean, we deeply want to believe this. Like we want to believe that people would get up and share about our character more than they would share at our retirement party. That people, instead of being drawn to tears by he was the best at this, or she was the best at this, their character, the way they carry themselves, the way that they connect relationally, the way they sacrifice for me and care for me, Of course, that matters more to us. Those are the things that deeply move us. And so that's just a a mistake that I make regularly. I see a lot of other leaders making, and obviously it's easy to see other people making the mistake. It's really hard for us to to see that. And um, maybe you don't have sabbatical coming up. I would encourage you, you do have the opportunity for Sabbath coming up. And when we receive that, that's one of the most beautiful things about Sabbath is that on Sabbath, I'm not a leadership coach, I'm not a podcaster, I'm not a content creator, I'm just a dude, a husband and a dad, and it's an opportunity to just practice that. So we want to leave you with your first question today. How have you overemphasized what you do professionally? How have you overemphasized what you do professionally? We want you to get specific, spend some time right there, and we'll catch up on that a tough question for all of us. And uh, in this society and and in our culture, obviously, it's pushing us toward this. And I just believe, Jonathan, that we actually have to resist that intentionally. And I've just tried this one uh, experiment that is actually when I bring groups of leaders together, I'll say, introduce yourself. But and I'll bring up some question um, to them, start with whatever your favorite thing to do. In the summer, start with one thing that you love to to do that nobody else knows about, one thing that you're proud of from the last season. And then at the very end, they can introduce themselves professionally. You want to make it really hard. You're not allowed to tell anybody what you do for a living. And it just creates a different environment. And so we literally have to like wean ourselves off of that because I don't want to go, oh, yeah, she's a real estate agent. Oh, yeah, he's a mortgage guy. Oh yeah, he's a nonprofit leader. And we believe things about those people before we even know those people, right? The reflection instead of actually the identity. Um, And uh, man, it can really make us feel like a failure. When we step into a group of people, everybody's defining themselves by that, the magical question. You go, man, they sound like they're incredible. They sound ridiculous. And I'm just me. So Jonathan, thoughts thoughts on that hard, challenging conundrum?
0: Yeah, I remember. I mean, um, like coming out of a a tough season. Um, I think you asked me that question, like, what's something you enjoy? And I couldn't answer it. Like, I I like, what do I enjoy? Like, what are the things that I like to do? Where's the whimsy? Where's the fun? Where's the play? What's the, what are the hobbies? And I remember genuinely not being able to answer it. And I think I told you, so I was like, I I don't know. Um, and it's hard. And I, I would say, if you really want to gauge where someone's at, Ask that question. And if they just feel the tension to go back to, well, I this is fun. I'm like, no, that's what you do. You get to do it, but that's what you do. Like, what what is Jonathan, the human? What is Alan the human being? What is what do you just love to do? And it, it
1: it's yeah. tough. And we so first of all, we can overemphasize. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, really question one, what you're thinking through and hopefully journaling through here. Um, but the second piece is actually we love what we do professionally. I mean, many of you love what you do professionally. So Jonathan and I could think about content. We could think about new ideas and dream and scheme and innovate um, for way more hours than we should each week. And so maybe that's you. Somebody listening is like, that is not me. I do not love what I do professionally. Uh, It actually may be easier then to draw the boundaries between personal and professional if you don't absolutely love what you do. So um, the harder that it gets on this? Well, it could be because you actually love what you do. So it is really challenging to draw a line between work and family, especially as I'm on my phone and those kind of things. Um, But we have this thing called a shadow side. And um, Jonathan, I want you to talk about that a little bit. Um, And even in that scenario, because you love what you do, Professionally, because you feel drawn to that, because we're serving people through this podcast, the other content we put out, things we're putting online, the way that we serve people in that, there can be this alternate reality and um this really ugly shadow side that pops up. Um tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I am someone who's wired. I love people. Like I deeply feel for people, whether I'm sitting in front of someone in an in-person meeting or on Zoom. I get really invested in the person, their story, where they want to go, what they want to do. And when I know I can help them, I get so jazzed up and that's great. In the past, I realized that I would allow the impact, the success, the happiness, the joy, or the frustration or the fear or the failure of other people. To define my identity. And that was a very hard thing to identify and also work that back to a balance to the middle ground to say, Okay, it's amazing. And this is who I am, as a person that gets to do these things. And that's the value and the impact that I'm helping create. The shadow side of that, as you put it is when those things become the reflection of myself in
1: the mirror, yeah, the only thing that's mm-hmm. uh man, when I don't, and a couple issues with that is first of all, like when we define ourselves that way, and then we don't measure up, then a you know, something we've failed at, right? Lowercase F fail, um, like we do because we experiment, we try new things, it's going to happen, it's a natural byproduct. We actually think we're uppercase F failures, and we can't pull away from that. And then again we're not able to pull away to do things we actually enjoy, add value in the world, love other people around us, develop our community and oh yeah, replenish ourselves so we can go and continue to do more of those things and maybe we even just kind of create our, ourselves this identity of a machine that we just keep cranking the content and, and we just keep doing the thing and we don't we don't stop. Yeah, and you get so focused
0: on what went wrong or what didn't go right or what next deadline is approaching or this next benchmark or that next thing that you begin to miss out on all of the positively affirming things that come to you from other people, like the same person that you've allowed to become like the tasks related around the thing could be very proud of you. And like, man, you're doing such a great job Or other people might notice it. And they may even say those things to you because this has happened to me that you just gloss over it because you're like, Oh, they think this is good. Well, then I have to be doing this much more. So when you become so focused and that happens and it creeps into, you end up creating an internal tension of unhealth because you don't see
1: any of the positivity coming your way. All right. So this is not an easy topic. We have to address it with a second question here, Jonathan. What's our second question?
0: Yeah, so really take some time and think about this and be honest with yourself. Um, How have you created a false identity in your life and leadership? Really think about that, sit with it, and we'll see you up ahead.
1: Bit of a summary of this episode, I'm just going to leave you with a challenge, an experiment, something to try. Now, I want you to write down a statement defining who you are without what you do professionally in there. Write a statement. I'm thinking a couple sentences here of who you are without putting what you do professionally in there. This is so important for us, friends. What we practice privately will eventually come out publicly. And that's good news because we want deep down to believe that who we are matters more than what we do. We deeply want to believe that it is not just a transactional world where people look at us and size us up. And if we're not of value professionally, then we get discarded. Friends, many times we do that to ourselves and it has to start with our own formation, and transformation if we hope to have an impact on other people. Friends, this is good news for you. I will say, hold on for next week. There are two I words. Identity is one of them. You're going to find out the second one next week. So keep listening to this series. These are words to live and lead by. We will catch you next week.